This is the Rich Eisen Show. Daddy's hosting today, kids. <laughs> oh, yeah. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I think it's uh, been pretty obvious the mutual decision on both sides is, is to move on. Baker's the one. You're breaking up with me. I'm breaking up with you first. Earlier on the show, ESPN MLB insider Jeff Passan. Still to come. Panthers wide receiver DJ Moore. PGA Tour golfer Mark Hubbard, plus writer and director Ron Shelton. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Great chat with Jeff Passan talking some baseball. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit more baseball in hour number three since uh, the man who made it uh, arguably the greatest baseball movie, if not sports movie ever, Ron Shelton, who wrote a book called The Church of Baseball about the making of Bull Durham, a great book about the inside stuff on making a movie how do you make a movie and certainly one of the greatest movies that we still quote today uh he'll be here in studio all hour number three mark hubbard uh who is grinding it out on the pga tour he joins us in advance of the john deere he was the one who got into last week's travelers um when brooks kapka tapped out to join the live tour so i figured let's let's get him on and talk to him from his perspective on what's going on in the world of golf Chris Brockman, Mike Del Tufo, uh, sitting where they are. T.J. Jefferson, you sitting where you are. Good to see Hello, you. World. Uh, we're going to go from a T.J. to a D.J. Do you see how I oh, made that? And I don't mean you, Mike, as a disc jockey. Okay. Wiki, wiki. I don't mean you in that you respect. got excited for a second there. No. <laughs> got excited. I'm like ready to spin. I, I am actually referring to the man who's about to join us on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. If I'm not mistaken, Deniston Oliver Moore Jr. is about to join us. D.J. Moore from the... Carolina Panthers entering year five, fresh off of a terrific season in Carolina here on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you doing, DJ? I'm doing well. I appreciate you putting my whole name out there. To the what do you think? Is that a good thing, or am I, am I, uh, or, or is that something that uh, you don't want out there? What do you think? What do you, what do you got for me on that? Uh, not, not a lot of people know my whole name, so okay. uh, everybody's just been calling me DJ, so. Okay. It's, it's nice to know that somebody knew my whole name. Who calls you by your full name? Who does that in, on planet Earth? Anybody? Nobody. <laughs> At all. Okay. All right. Not even when you're in trouble? I know what, when, you know, my mom, when she called me Richard, I knew I was in deep trouble when she used my full <laughs> name. Nah. No? My mom never called me Dennis. She just always said DJ. Okay. Very good. Well, then let's call you DJ. Why not? Since everybody else does that. Um, so, uh, what is your sense of... Uh, the Carolina Panthers entering year five for you in this NFL. What, what's your sense, DJ, of your team? Um, I feel like we going have a we have a better system in place right now. We all understand the main goal this year is to be better than last year. Well, I want to be way better than last year because we you know we didn't do too well. So everybody's main goal is to just do way better than last year and just try to make the playoffs this year. What do you mean by better system? What do you mean by that? I feel like it's a better, like, structure for us to go into this uh, year um, than previous years. Um, can you t- – what? so then what's the difference? Can you give me a, an example, DJ, of what the difference is? The dif- uh, well, I could tell you a little something like the offense is, is, is uh, way better than previous years. So we have a lot of upgraded weapons and mm-hmm. calls that, that will help us out this year. Okay. And Ben McAdoo being the new OC, um, and what's he brought to the equation there? See, he brought, he brought uh, a bunch of new things, like things that uh, my first few years uh, we had, but then we got away from it, and now it's back. So just learning his terminology with things is it's very hard, but, I mean, it's going to work in the long run. Well, when he was calling plays for the Giants as the head coach there, he had this huge, huge card that looked like uh, like a diner menu card. Does he still have that? Does he still have that going for him? Uh, it's, it's, it's still around. Um, yeah, I, I seen it the first day. I was like, ooh, who got know all that? But then we got to going uh, with OTAs. It, it became uh, simpler. And then it got, it got a little awkward when he ordered a tuna melt off it. That might have been uh, – <laughs> Could have been like, what do you mean by that? Okay. DJ Moore here on the Rich Eisen Show. And how are you a different receiver than when you first walked off the campus at Maryland into Carolina, DJ? Uh, just understanding the game better. Uh, my first few years, the game was pretty fast for me, so I had to adjust to that, uh, the speed of the game. And then 
my later half of my young career, it started to get slow. So I was able to just dissect defenses, understand offenses better, and uh, just be able to do what I do when I get the ball in my hand. Well, I mean, you had you had a terrific year last year. Um, uh, my my colleague here, Chris Brockman, and I have a fantasy team together in a celebrity fantasy contest, and you were uh, on our team, and we loved all of your production. And one of my favorite moments, DJ, this past year is when I got a chance to tell none other than Steve Smith that I was starting you every single week. Um, uh, what was that moment like for you from back in the day when, uh, if I'm not mistaken, did Steve ask about your fantasy value in front of you to Cam Newton? Did that happen a few years ago, DJ Moore? Yeah, that happened a few few years ago. Uh, mm. it, was, it was pretty awkward, but uh, <laughs> a few years later, it, it came back that he was just uh, playing fantasy with his with his son, so mm-hmm. I thought it was like a real league, but it was just a family league that he was playing in. So oh, I wasn't too too hurt about it. All the stakes weren't that high, but still, I mean, he is he. You know what I, I find though is that from Steve, if he does that, that means he likes you. That's what I think. I think you should have taken that yeah. as a compliment right in front of you. Yeah, you? at first I didn't I didn't know how to take it, but then I got to know him more and understood where he was coming from with it. He's the he's he's one of the best. I mean, so uh, are are you still in contact with him? Is there any uh, um, things that you 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 pick up from him, or he he advises you on in any way, shape, or form, DJ? Uh, yeah, we stay in contact. Um, mostly if I like it's a if it's a bad game or I I do something silly out there on the field, he he text me about it and uh, we'll talk about it. But other than that, our relationship is good. We we talk when we talk. He's here in Charlotte, so. I know I could just hit him up and we could go uh, talk about something if I have it on my mind. DJ Moore, Carolina Panthers wide receiver here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, let's just dive into it. The quarterback spot. Um, how is Sam Darnold looking to you and handling everything in year two for him there? Sam, it's just like uh, I could see a growth in him uh, already from OTAs. You know, everything has been hectic this offseason for him uh, and the news-wise, so with all the quarterbacks uh, moving around. And uh, the way he just handled it, he was talking to everybody, he just was so poised, and then he came in and he had to learn a new offense. He just took it full head-on, and uh, he's been good with uh, Ben and Sean with the uh, quarterbacks, and I haven't seen no downward spiral for him, but all up upwards him right now well i mean look he 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 came into new york with such fanfare and being drafted high and and the irony now Mm -hmm. is the quarterback that was selected in front of him is potentially sitting out there because of what's going on with baker mayfield in cleveland has any of that chatter filtered into your locker room huddle any sort of conversation that that you've overheard or that can filter in at all into what's going on in your preparations for 2022, DJ Moore? Uh, no. Uh, in the locker room, even when it all started, uh, it might have been a few things, but we just was all like, let's let's just leave it to the people upstairs. They get paid that money to make those decisions, and whatever happens, we just rock out with it and, and adjust from there. How does McCaffrey look like to you, DJ? Uh, he... He's been taking good care of his body, you know, uh, with his little freak injuries that uh, you can't really prevent. He's just being cautious, and he just looked like C-Mac that I, when I first came in, and he had a 1,000 receiving, a 1,000 rushing. So I'm looking forward to playing out there with him again. Okay, so what's the, um, the, the like I said, the general sense for your team? With Matt Rule, your coach, I mean, there's there just seems to be so much chatter outside of football surrounding your team right now. DJ, what do you think you can achieve this year? Brady coming back in Tampa for one more year, as it seems, and the Saints most likely going to get can't guard Mike back, as we expect. What's your general sense of things entering year five for you and your team, DJ? Man, first is to win the NFC South. Uh, just take it full head on. We we had some close games within the conference, so we, we know we're not too far away. And it's just to win, like win now and and think about everything else later. Okay. Well, very good. Um, and what do you do now? What's July look like for you? What's your summer before training camp? What is DJ Moore doing? What are you doing? I'm relaxing, uh, working out uh, three days a week and just relaxing, spending time with family. I might take a trip or two, but other than that, I'm just focusing on relaxing and make sure my body's right. Where are you thinking of going? 
I want to go to the Nickelodeon in in, uh, in Jersey, so take my daughter there. Huh. So you want to go to Nickel the, the studios? You mean Nickelodeon? You're talking about? No, they got they got a amusement park and a water park up there. So oh. I wanna, one day take her up there. How, how old your uh, daughter? Let her enjoy. How old? How She's old? She's two. She's two. Oh man. Okay. So what are what are we what are we watching? You're like watching. Are we on Disney Plus? Or are we on? You watching anything? What do you got? What are we watching right now? We on we on on Disney Plus watching all the princesses. Okay. Uh, a new thing right now is Shrek. So oh. we've been watching a lot of Shrek. Well, that's good because th- there's a lot of you know adult humor in it that you might get. Have, have you gotten into the Frozen world yet? Have we gotten there? Yeah, got- <laughs> I'm in the Frozen world, one and two. Oh, oh, okay. So do you know all the lyrics to Let It Go, DJ Moore? Do you know that off the top of your head? <laughs> I don't know all the lyrics off the top of my head, but if it's playing, I do, I do sing it under my breath. Okay, you can't. Be careful because you can't get out of your head. Just know this. What can help you, and it has helped me uh, in the times that I've been out at a football field. I don't play in it, but I'm, I'm, I do broadcast in it. If you can sing that the cold doesn't bother you anyway, when you're out there and it's like 20 degrees, you're on the road, you might be in Lambeau Field, just sing that and watch you get 200 yards and three touchdowns on that day. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. I got to remember to do that. Okay, yeah, just turn, just turn, just turn – Chris, can you look up the, the, the Carolina schedule? Where, where's, where's he going that might be cold? There it is on the screen. Um, okay, at Seattle, week 14 could be cold. At Baltimore, week 11, November 20th. That's got a, a potential. Um, you could be cold. I think those are the dates. You bust out the, uh, like, you turn it into your own personal Arendelle and see how it works, DJ. I would think about doing that and okay. it works. Okay, very good. Well, enjoy your time. What's your daughter's name? What's her name? Ariel. Oh, Wow. That sounds that mermaid. sounds that sounds very frozen. Little Mermaid. That sounds. Well, it's <laughs> Little, Little Mermaid, mermaid there. Go, a little more like Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. Okay, you're locked in. Congrats. <laughs> Enjoy that two-year-old. Love love up on her before the the football season uh, makes Daddy a little more scarce. Enjoy the time and uh, and let's chat uh, down the line. And I look forward to more fantasy fun from you this year. <laughs> Thank you, and I hope I bring more fun for y'all. Thank you very much. You will do that. That's DJ Moore of the Carolina Panthers here on the Rich Eisen Show. Sam Darnold, the same. Sam is one of those even-keeled guys. He doesn't show a lot of emotion, you know? I still think he can be a good quarterback. Of course. The first three weeks of last year was the MVP of the league. He was running him in. He was throwing him in. I still think he can do it. I think he's going to have to because I don't think I don't, I don't think Baker's walking through that door there. I think he's going to go Pacific Northwest. That's right. If I just feel it in my bones, I think it's going to be Sam's gig there. Met him, by the way. If it is Sam's gig, and it's and it works out, what a wild scenario it would be. That hold on a minute. Yeah. What a wild scenario it would be, but because I'm thinking about it just in terms of where I'm from. The coach that the Jets could have hired instead of Adam Gase, but let walk out the door because they thought he was too green. And he's a former Giant head coach, too. I mean, not head coach, right. former former Giant assistant that's hired a former Giant head coach who was the guy who broke up Eli Manning's vaunted start streak so Geno Smith could get a shot. <laughs> yeah. Run out of New York on a rail. By the way, also the last Giant head coach to coach a playoff game for the Giants. He was the HC of that famous loss in Green Bay off that famous trip to Miami that last, left that left a, a punched Od- Odell Beckham right. wall, right? That last head coach of any kind to wear slick back hair. It's true. In the NFL. <laughs> but again, it's Matt Rule hiring Ben McAdoo to turn Sam Darnold into a playoff quarterback. I love it. Why not? And somewhere Ray Handley's like saying, "Yeah, right." <laughs> I mean that that would be kind of wild. Why not? That'd be kind of wild. And they should, uh, if that happens, if, if that happens, they should work in an Adam Gase bobblehead night <laughs> for December. <laughs> Bobble eyes, my bad. Not the head, oh, just the no, eyes. Bobble. Okay. okay, let's take a break here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, Mark Hubbard. 
of the PGA Tour. This is going to be a fun chat. Is he kind of like the Crash Davis of golf right now? It's Before Ron Shelton joins us in hour three? Like He's a young, he looks young, right? I mean, yeah, he was born in 89, so let's, it's let's not go. too long. Mark Hubbard before taking on everybody in the deer competition. Coming up. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Back here on the program, uh, we talked about the Dodgers earlier on. Did you see the Angels got back-to-back home runs from Mike Trout and also Shohei Otani, part of a three-solo shot inning last night. And then the White Sox scored five runs in two other innings, and the Angels lost again. I, I, I mean, I don't recall what's – name another team that had the two – arguably best players in the sport on it and they couldn't even be above 500 you know I I understand that the Mariners didn't win it all when they had Randy Johnson and Ken Griffey Jr. and Alex Rodriguez on it but they also won a hundred something games that year and Edgar Martinez Mm -hmm. also I mean they had an incredibly talented team but these angels are five under five five under 500 12 games out they were doing great. They were. They were doing great. They were doing I mean, great. Joe Madden was back on top and then a 14-game losing streak, and it's all over. And now they're on to their, their I guess, what what do you call the manager who's taking over for the interim for 10 games for, because the interim's been suspended? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, honestly, the Angels have Trout and they have Otani and they had a terrific start of the season and a 14-game losing streak. They fire their manager. The interim is suspended 10 games. They also have a suspended interpreter, a suspended closer, a suspended pitching coach. You know, and the White Sox, who are equally as disappointing. Yeah, White Sox. You know, with Tony La Russa on a hot right. seat. Because fire Tony he's, chance every night. Right, because he's intentionally walking people who – or already have two strikes on him, right? Like weird stuff like that. Only to have Max Muncie, I think, step up and homer the next at bat. I mean, the Angels are just uh, a patent disappointment once again. And Trout's having a tremendous year. 23 home runs. He's second in home runs. He leads the AL in war. Second in OPS. Like, he's just crushing it. Finally healthy. He's 30, by the way. Not getting any younger. He still has Mike Trout. <laughs> 38 years left on right. his $1 billion contract. Does he ever ask for a trade? 
Do you think? Never. Just I don't think so. Out. But like he's from, he's from Jersey. So like, to go back to the Eagle, uh, Eagles, he's that is fan. But to go back to the Phillies, he, maybe. he would play for the Eagles if he could. Chris, He'd play for the Phillies. <laughs> go home at the end of his career. I don't know. You know? Play for the Phillies at York? the end of his career. Mm-hmm. He and Bryce Harper could. Queen, you know, Queens is close there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> TJ wants everybody. Just, just like a short train ride. You know. Question is, would Otani take? The, the road out of town. We keep saying if Otani wore pinstripes or had the Boston B on his oh. hat or had the Mets interlocking NY on his hat. I mean, see you later. Or he just went, or he, or if he just went up the went up the the road here to Los Angeles to play the Dodgers, play with the Dodgers. Mike Trout still has. Eight plus years left. Nah, at Thirty-five I mean, yeah, million he, per year. He, he's not going anywhere, man. <laughs> There's no reason. I, I, you know, and I know he's probably. I'm dying. He, he's probably dying to play in an October I'm game sure of significance, is. just like we're dying yeah, to see him absolutely. in it. At some point, that's got to hit him, right? I, I'm this good, and I've never played on the biggest stage. And then he lives in Southern California, and 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 no one on the East Coast nobody, is still watching and nobody's, him. And nobody's like. Nobody's coming to talk to him after every game, 15 different outlets. You know, he looked like sick to his stomach when he had to meet with the media in New York City and talk about, you know, fantasy well, that, football it, commissionership. That was a dumb thing that he obviously had wanted no part of. He could have had fun with it and just been done with it. Yeah. You know, he could have come out and said Tommy Pham was ridiculous for the, in, you know, for the injured reserve stuff. I, you you didn't have tell to treat he, it. You didn't have to treat it like it was, you know, like uh, uh, the insurrection. That's Honestly, he treated it so seriously. Just that's like a dust up, Rich. Okay. Uh, my bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Come on. Understood. But I mean, we'll, we'll we will see uh, how this all plays out this year. Doesn't look good for the Angels again. Joining us on the uh, Rich Eisen show for the first time. Look, we we uh, we had him on our radar screen last week when his name popped up. For the Travelers, right. as the the guy who got in because Brooks Kepka was out and he joined the Live Tour, and we talked about it. we said we are now Mark Hubbard fans. We're rooting for him, and I guess the PGA Tour heard about it and said you want to talk to him, and we're like hell yeah, yeah. So he joins us right now from uh, the great uh, Quad City community, Quad Cities community in in Illinois, home of the John Deere Classic, where he is in the field on this week's PGA Tour, and that will be seen on CBS and Golf Channel as well. Uh, joining us on the Rich Eisen Show on his eighth year on tour is Mark Hubbard. How you doing, Mark? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. I'm you, well. You got it, man. So, yeah, we, we, we heard you got in last week. We're like, we're rooting for you. We're all in. Yeah. So Yeah, I was, I was sitting on the putting green on Thursday, and I started looking at my social media, and it just starts blowing up with all these people saying, we're from the Rich Eisen Show. I'm like, what is going on? So I had to go into Spotify and listen. There you I, go. I appreciate the shout-out. Of course, man. So uh, let's let's talk about your your career, um, and how, how how did you find yourself on the, on the PGA Tour? How'd you get there, Mark? Um, I started up on the PGA Tour Canada, played two seasons up there, which was so much fun. Uh, got my web.com, uh, now the Corn Ferry Tour, um, through that through finishing third up there. And then uh, in 2014, finished in the top 25 on the on the Corn Ferry, so got my PGA card through there. So it all, all happened kind of fast. Um, obviously, I'm a little bit of a journeyman now, going back and forth, but... Uh, but you know, it's been it's been a good run. Is that why your Twitter handle is at homeless hubs, Mark? What's that all about? What is that? A little bit, kind of right out of college when I was playing mini tour golf. Uh, I was in Arizona, just kind of couch surfing, sleeping on somebody's air mattress floor wherever I wherever I landed. Um, and they, I wasn't paying rent, so they just started calling me homeless. I'm I'm always a little scruffy around the edges, so it just kind of stuck. Okay, and so then you just. Then that was available. There wasn't like a somebody was squatting on yeah. homeless hubs on Twitter, huh? Actually, I actually had my program group today was like, I, "Is your nickname Hobo?" And I was like, "I don't know. We might have to change that." Oh, Hobo <laughs> Hubs. Be better. That's a little tighter. Hole in my shoe. That's Let's a little go. tighter. That's a little tighter. And so, uh, where were you when you found out that you were going to be um, in the Travelers last week? Where, where were you? I, well, so the the weekend before, I was actually at a bachelor party in Austin, expecting to have an off week. Okay. Uh, so it was quite the turnaround. Um, and then all of a sudden, I was second alternate. So I hopped on a flight late Tuesday night, 
And I think I landed about 11.30, and I had a bunch of messages saying that Brooks had WD'd. Um, so it was about, yeah, it was about 11.30 on Tuesday night. So how, how often do you travel or have been traveling as an alternate? And then you find out that you might not even get in. Is that how that works? Yeah, I mean, this year. Oh. So this year, I've been playing out of the 126 to 150 category, which is technically a conditional status. So it's it's been a little bit of a whirlwind, uh, not knowing for sure. Um, you know, a lot of weeks you know for sure you're not going to get in. A lot of weeks you know for sure that you will. But there's been, you know, five or six this year that. Um, you know, depending on withdrawals and stuff, I may or may not get in. I, I think I've been actually pretty lucky. I'm going to get 21 starts this year, which is awesome out of that category. Um, a lot of that is because I played well in the fall. But yeah, it, it's been it's been kind of a weird year. But at the same time, it's you know taught me to just be ready when I do need to play. And if anything, it's taught me that maybe I've been playing too much uh, for the last couple of years, and rather rather than play you know five weeks in a row you know medium uh medium talent wise and and mental capacity wise you know maybe play one or two when i'm firing all cylinders so it's been a different year but uh good in a lot of ways so have you ever flown standby to play standby have you done that is that actually <laughs> I've never happened? done that that would be a new one luckily <laughs> luckily the unit uh the pj tour has a good relationship okay. with united okay so <laughs> usually get i'm just trying to see how extreme it really is for you yeah no traveling no, around i mean it is you know it, it is different than a lot of guys you know you really just see the the top guys on tv and think about the private planes and stuff but the majority of us you know we're yeah we're traveling like crazy and fitting fitting all our stuff and our our kids stuff into you know avis rental cars and and driving from chicago here this week and it's not as glamorous as it looks i mean don't get me wrong i have a great life but definitely there's a lot more a lot more stuff like that um, going on than, than you might know. Well, and that's part of the reason why I also wanted to talk to you, Mark Hubbard, is because the conversation in the world of golf right now does surround what the PGA Tour offers its players, certainly spotlighted by the Live Tour saying that that uh, they have left because of uh, similar um you know, for, for better conditions and a better work environment. And, and uh, the, you know, thanks for the memories, PGA Tour. Where do you stand on this whole subject matter, Mark Hubbard? Yeah, I, you know, I, I struggle with, with some of the guys who left saying that because, like, I've played 30 to 33 events for eight straight years. Like, they're complaining about the fact that they're playing too much. Those guys are playing 21, 22 events. You know, they're not they're not grinding the way that we are. And and they're getting paid a bunch. And so, you know, to act like, oh, I'm not getting to see my family. I mean, you're a professional golfer and you're only having to play 22, you're only having to work 22 weeks a year. I mean, I know we're, you know, we're grinding on off weeks too, but I've found that sob story a little, little far-fetched. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's an interesting dynamic going on. I, I think, I think obviously when you're talking about 125 million, it's kind of hard to compare. We can't compete with, you know, a foreign dictatorship's money, but, there's a lot of stuff that the PGA Tour does amazing that I don't think those guys are thinking about. I mean, our, our retirement is amazing. The child care system is amazing. My wife and daughter get to travel with me almost every week because we frankly get more help out on the road with the amazing child care system. So there's a lot of things like that that the tour really does a great job. Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm a little bummed where it's at. I'm a little nervous for the future of golf. Uh, but at the same time, I can't blame anyone for for going for 125 million that's a lot of money sure of course and what about the uh the the concept that you you hear uh not just from the players who have chosen the live tour but from the live tour itself that they're growing the game of golf what what do you make of that um opinion mark yeah i mean i i don't see how i think you know the tour we have you know developmental tours all the way up um in terms of growing the game of golf like the amount of work we do in each community that we go into, the amount of charities we impact every week. Um, I mean, just walking around the pro today at the John Deere, the amount of kids that were out here from Boys and Girls Club from the first tee, I, I don't see how that was something that we were lacking in. Um, and I don't see how a 54-person tour um, – run by a foreign dictatorship is going to is going to impact the youth the way that we do so i i don't really see how that adds up to be honest so, and uh is there uh, how much conversation 
in the locker room or amongst you in the, the your circle of friends or tight circle that you may have in the PGA Tour? Um, what, how much of, of this is being discussed by you guys? Yeah, it, you know, it's 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 kind of everywhere right now. It's, it's being talked about all the time, locker rooms everywhere. I, I think all of us are a little bit tired of it and want to just get back to playing golf. But we realize, you know, it's, it's a unique situation. Um, I think, you know, from a media standpoint, sometimes we're kind of like, hey, like if we really want this to go away, maybe we should stop talking about it. You know, it's kind of one of those things, any any press is bad press, or any press is good press, even if, you know, we're, we're condemning the guys that are leaving, we're still talking about them. So I think all of us, you know, miss the days when we could go just play golf, but uh, it is what it is. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of the changes that the tour just made are, are going to be good, and I'm glad we're you know, switching the conversation to that narrative instead. Well, it, it, the guys who left, I mean, obviously last week, uh, Brooks Kepka uh, opening a door for you to play in the Travelers. Do you think there'll be more open doors for you because uh, of the amount of guys who have left? Do you think that might be a benefit yeah. in that respect, Mark, for you? Yeah, I, I you know, like I said, I, I don't know. Only time will tell. But right, right now, I, I don't. I don't necessarily think this is the best thing for the game of golf, right. but for me selfishly, it's been great. I've gotten, like I said, at the beginning of the year out of my category, I was thinking I was going to get 15 or 16 events. I'm probably going to get 21 or 22. So it's, it's helped me a lot in that regard. Right now I'm sitting on 130th in the FedEx Cup, but there's probably six or seven guys ahead of me who have left for the Live Tour. So I could be sitting at 123 for all I know. Um, so selfishly yeah those guys leaving and and uh has helped me out a lot we were actually joking i got a new staff bag last week and it doesn't have my name on it so we were thinking about writing not brooks kepka or brooks kepka was there on the front on the front of the bag didn't have, didn't have please do that please <laughs> yeah, do that there's still time there's still this week please do that so that so that was going to be my next question is like we got you a new bag we can get you a new bag if you're going to have more starts right because i, I saw the bag we can't have duct tape, yeah. Mark Hubbard. We cannot have duct tape on your I mean, golf it kind of goes with the, the homeless hub. I know. I know <laughs> it's on brand. I get it. I'm, I'm trying I, to make a brand. I get it. No, I know it's on brand. I get it. But at some <laughs> point, though, let's get rid of the duct tape. So you have, for this week, then, gotten rid of the duct yep. tape. Yeah, Local yeah. IQ, one of my marketing sponsors, uh, they hooked it up last week. So okay. kind of last minute. So I still don't have the name, but but we might go with not Brooks Kepka. <laughs> Or Brooks was here. That might be. Yeah, that, I like, I like that might Brooks be a choice. Here too. That was my. That would be. That would be my choice. No doubt about it. Mark Hubbard. And, and look, I think fewer and few people will be talking about the live tour uh, once. And this is another benefit to you as well. Once uh, Russell Wilson starts playing football for the Denver Broncos and the football season there you begins, go. you know what I mean. So that's your team, correct, yeah. Mark? That's your team. I mean, at the, end, at the end of the day, I'm still on cloud nine after the Avs win, so I don't really care about anything but the live. That's, that's right. Anything with golf. The Avs. I'm, this is probably going to be about as good as my attitude will be all year at this tournament because I'm still riding that high. Oh, I, I bet. You know, I you you. Let me just do this right. I'm, I'm kind of freaking out about it. I think you were seven or eight years old when I was on Sports Center talking about Joe Sackick bringing bringing the Lord Stanley Cup with Patrick Waugh to, to Colorado for the first time. Oh uh, yeah, we we had season tickets growing up. I went to all the games. It was great. I bet. So the, the best you're riding high on the Avs win. Um, you don't you didn't. Ready. Okay. Ready for a great Broncos season? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's how do you think? How do you think they are going to do? In all seriousness, the Broncos for real. I, you know, I, I think we're going to be really good. I, it's tough because we're in a, such a good division, but I mean, I think you know, I think our play calling is going to be a lot better. I'm, I'm happy that we made that switch, um, and I think if Russell Wilson just stays within himself, like we don't need him to go crazy or do anything insane we just need him to not throw picks and, and run the offense i think our running game with that one two punch is gonna be great like re re-signing melvin gordon i think was awesome to have that off uh, that change of pace so uh, and we made you know a lot of improvements on both sides of the line so i, I i'm hopeful i mean obviously i'm always hopeful but i i think this hope comes from reasonable okay. assessment and, you, and maybe you never know. Uh, the Saudis might start a new football league and ask Mahomes to join, yeah. and he's out of the West. You know, that could happen. You never know. That can happen. Yeah. <laughs> Just trying to have a little bit of levity. Hey, Mark, um, what a pleasure. I'm, I'm sorry if I caused your, your putting uh, regimen uh, to get blown up because uh, we mentioned you on our program. No, it was but, great. I loved it. Yeah. Are they – 
Are they? Are they? Are, you're over ten thousand on Twitter now. Is that what it is right now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's keep going. Yeah, that was our deal. We were trying to get him over because he was at ninety seven hundred. Okay. We were like, let's let's him go. Up. He's at ten thousand two hundred. All right. Let's get over eleven thousand. Let's, let's go. go. Come on, people. Let's keep going. Let's, go. let's keep, keep it going. going. He's Don't got a buy. brand new bag, and he's going to have more followers after this conversation. This is going to be great, man. And are they still <laughs> talking about my appearance uh, in the Pro-Am at uh, River Highlands in 1998 when I was on SportsCenter and I left tons of divots on the course? Are they still talking about heard, that back there? Yeah, I heard murmurs throughout the course last week during the Pro-Am. Yeah, you're sure. like looking down at the fairway like, why is that hole so old and deep? That's That was me. Yeah, I'd- I slipped on a few, but <laughs> my bad. My apologies. Hey, Mark, let's let's uh, let's stay in touch, man. This is a pleasure. Um, congrats on everything that's going on with you and uh, your family, and uh, let's let's stay in touch. Good luck in the John Deere. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. At Homeless Hubs, there's two B's in it, so let's make sure we get this right. Follow him on the Rich Eisen Show. Thanks for coming on. That's uh, our friend, our new friend, Mark Hubbard. We're now BFFs. Not gonna lie, I'm gonna bet Mark Hubbard this weekend. That's fun. <laughs> that was awesome. I'm a, I got a new fan. I'm a, I'm very impressed. He's got to put Brooks was here on that has bag. To, has to. Brooks was has here to. on the bag. <laughs> I mean, but that's part of the reason why I want to have him on. Like, here's a guy who's grinding on the tour. Selfishly, in the short term, it's going to help him get some more more stars events. Yeah. But he's he's nervous. How about him saying? That the child care on tour is so good, it's better for his wife and child to be with him on the road. That just shows you that's real life stuff going on with a lot of these guys on the tour. And that's, uh, uh, what do you think? Is the the rags to riches stuff is, is what the tour is about? And... Thus, the guys who went from rags to riches to more riches, leaving the rags tour, the tour that made them go from rags to riches behind, kind of sucks. Kind of sucks. But what, as he pointed out, like somebody calling up $125 million, you don't have to worry about you know, your child care at home anymore. No, it's PJs, you're traveling with nanny. Yeah, it's that, that's how your life is now because of that, but... I, I just wanted to lay it all out there for you in a conversation. Um, by the way, I'm, I see any, anytime I talk about how the live tour is less than for the PGA tour, I don't think they're growing the game. I think they literally are joining and, and taking the cash. And I totally understand again, why you would take nine figures of cash. I get it. Or high eight figures of cash or mid eight figures of cash or low eight figures of cash. You know, but again, it's it's a tour created by a guy who has been grinding an axe on the PGA Tour for a long time and found a foreign government that has a bottomless pit of money that has its own agenda. And the two of them get together and they are just poaching big names. And will you watch the live tour this week? You going to seek it out? In Oregon, uh, you know, like I saw, I saw the article. I, I see everything, man. I'm just, you know, I'm seeing everything these days. So certainly with the kids out of town now, but <laughs> Sergio Garcia, Sergio Garcia, they're they're changing the name or the uh, avatar of name. their team name on the live tour, and they're sending out press releases and. Sergio's being quoted of like, yeah, we're changing the name. We're going to come up with a new brand. And the three other players playing with them, I've never heard of. But you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just going to be tough to get into and buy and care about. Do you know? I mean. Oh, man. Kevin Kevin Van Valkenburg. Uh, yeah. We talked to him, the golf writer. He had a, a thread yesterday on Twitter about golf writers should, like, these guys are just doing, they should ask serious questions like, what do you say to the longtime Fireball fans who are upset that you're changing the logo and and swapping out new team members? Yeah, yeah, right. And just see just how after these, one just after one yeah. week, and just see how these guys react. Like what? This is about golf. This is about yeah, it's golf about your competition, and, your and world. The game like we're trying to treat it like changing yeah, the world. Like it's like, do or die stuff. Right? You know. I'm asking you a question about your team. What do you have to say about it? 
and just watch Brooks Kepka and these guys like See, in disgust. They'll like, be just like, get out of here with that noise. You guys started this. Now you got to live in it. Yeah. Just yeah. ask these guys all those serious questions. Yeah. It like would you be don't want us so to ask you funny. You don't want us to ask you about sports washing. Let's let's get into like how how can you what are you gonna what do you say to the Fireball fans? Yeah. That had bought Fireball T-shirts and now you're changing that that, yeah. that were drinking Fireball <laughs> in honor yep. of your team rooting for you, big Sergio Garcia fans yes. that followed you to the Live Tour and bought all that fire and Fireball <laughs> stuff. Fire, fire. What are you gonna say to them? Fire. It would be so funny. Live on Sunday. Yeah, he was like, Brooks, as a captain, are you? what are you personally doing to motivate the Smash Boys? Is that the team that he's on? Yeah. He's the now, Smash he, Boys? He's now a captain. He's the captain of the Smash yeah. Boys. So Ben Valkenberg is like, are you more of a Ted Lasso guy or Craig T. Nelson? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> is nepotism oh the right path to glory? Smash Craig Boys Smash come, come out come. to play. Like, let's be, let's be serious. Are they going to put a C on his... Uh, I have no idea. Are they going to put a C? They'll put a C over his blacked out Masters logo. <laughs> well, that's, Phil. that's Phil. My bad. I'm mixing. Up, I'm mixing up my uh, major tour winners on. Uh, Don't screw up with team. Major guy. winners on the on the live tour. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We're getting ready for Ron Shelton, everybody. Better he may have just it. walked in the door in our green room. Billy Ho, can't wait. <laughs> Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed um, so, uh, Aaron Judge hit a two-run home run in the bottom of the first today. Um, he did? He did. So that's 29. Oh, uh, the issue is, though, the uh, A's scored three in the top of the first, but uh, that's what an MVP does when your Tyone is struggling all of a sudden. I mean, this is where it is right now. What's uh, what's today's date? It's, uh, it's June 29th. It's the way it is on June 29th. Team that has won 55 of its first 75 games. I'm beginning to grow concerned about their fifth starter. That's Oh, thanks, Rich. Really growing concerned about that guy that won't have to long. won't have to pitch in the playoffs yeah, anyway. Who won't oh, maybe a long game. relief. Oh, baby. Because that's judges. 29th. How many games have you guys played? Uh, 70. This is their 76th game. All right. Well, I'm doing. I'm 76th to, I'm game. You're going to do an on pace thing. His pace. John yeah, Walsh, yeah. the creator of SportsCenter, despised the on, on pace. pace. He yeah, he pace. he would he would bristle anytime any of us on SportsCenter talked about somebody's on pace to do anything, because that means nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. It takes into account 
No injury possibilities, no scheduled off days, no unscheduled off days, no rainouts. Doesn't take into account, you know, the usual ups and downs of a season. Like, so you're on pace for what? If you continue this torrid pace, nobody continues torrid paces. That's why they're called torrid paces. But we're halfway through the year and he's on pace for 62. (laughs) Are we halfway through the year? You keep reminding me we're not halfway through the year. We're not. You do say close. I mean, this is game 76. If we were halfway through the year, the the Yankees would play only 152 games, 160. He hasn't played every game, I'm just saying. He's not played every game. Judge is about halfway through his year and he's on a pace for 62 home runs. Mm. Which would set Dude, the Yankees' breaks, record if he breaks Roger Maris's record, and then goes and After, plays, and then leaves, and then leaves. He's <laughs> oh, not leaving. Please. I'll take that bet for sure. You'll take that bet. I will take Uh-oh. that bet. Uh-oh. That's one I'll do with you. Uh-oh. I'll take that bet. I'll do that one with you. Oof. There will I not like be this. a moment next year when Aaron Judge is a San Francisco Giant yeah. crying on first base <laughs> because the Yankee fans are cheering for him, and he then wonders, "What did I do?" That ain't happening. No, he's going to leave. Like, you left nope. Bristol in your rear view, Rich. He's leaving the Bronx in his rear view. No, I, I, yeah. Mark, Mark Shapiro's not walking through that door in the Steinbrenner wing, bro. I will disown the no. Yankees if they let no. him go. No. I will be it's so not up to, By the way, it's not up to the Yankees. Sure it is. Yes, it, it is. absolutely yes, is not. Yes, it is. They have to pay He him. doesn't want to play there anymore. That's nah, it's false. Oh, stop that's it. That's false. You know, you and your field. Red Sox hate. Give me the field. Give me the field. You, you and your, you know what? Why don't you, left you, you money, think you right? just connected and you, you, you're you running around the bases. Yeah, why don't you go in your little cart movie. and celebrate your little cart like you've never hit a home run in your life like the Red Sox do after why, every home run they hit. I don't hate fun. I love fun. This is the guy angrily telling me. He's just like, oh, Verdugo just hit a home run. Get in the cart. It's like what I did with my three-year-old down the produce aisle. <laughs> Every Wee! team does it. Oh, isn't that fun? Every Tatty team does celery. a home run celebration. Not the Yankees. They lead the league in home runs. They lead the league in home and runs and wins. And you don't allow facial hair and long hair. So like, what is wrong with they your team? They look like they're having fun with me. Your team lives in the 70s, That's bro. true. If, high, we, if we were the Yankees, I couldn't even play for you right now. Yeah, I, I wouldn't yeah, be on this you team. You know what? That, I, I don't agree with that whole business of shade yes, and whatever. You, you support it you know, every that, day. That's, every day that's, like George, <laughs> that's like George Steinbrenner railing at the hippies, the long hairs. Every day. You know, you I mean, it. it's it. I support it because I love the Yankees, and this year has been phenomenal. And Aaron Judge is not going anywhere. The Yankees will pay oh. him all of the dollars and give him all of the years. There will not be a Freddie Freeman issue here if he wants to stay and you're like he's out he's out he looks like a guy who loves it where he is speaking of guys who are sneaky old aaron judge i know that 30 so what give him eight yeah. years eight years yeah. what eight, 36 37 well, 38 i won't age well it is not gonna age well may from our current lips to the television streaming radio god's ears we're on the air eight years from now okay and we're we're having this conversation. Let's put a pin in it. He's hitting two oh one. Oh god, thirty eight million dollars. Okay, oh, <laughs> this guy. That but he's still got forty five bombs. This guy. This guy. Right over there. That guy. That's your man's. That's give your the, man's. Give in me there. the field. Take I'll the, take it. I'll take the field. Sold. What are we? What are we doing? Oh, this whatever, is great. Whatever you want, man. Double or nothing on the pickleball bet that whatever, I'm going to be doing. Just losing. don't bet him money and expect to get it. He's working on a. He's working on a teammate, Rich. Whatever you're comfortable with. Uh, pride. Put, put, put Yankee pride on it. That's pride the best Yankees. thing. That's pride the best thing, Rich, because if you're Fourth going team. to exchange funds, he's not going to pay That's you. another thing. Uh, so yeah. you might as well just Dude, have the pride. Draft, the draft, uh, If I'm not, what's today's date again? Uh, it's June 29th. I think today was, in fact, it is the two-month mark of the day Kenny Pickett was not drafted in the top five of the draft. Sure if I'm not mistaken, it was April 29th. Draft night in Las Vegas, Nevada, April 29th, (laughs) because the Saturday was May 1st. I remember that. We're about to have a dust up in here. (laughs) Two months delinquent. I mean, there are checks that you might not be able to cash if it's sent from a certain business 60 days. Look, my lights might go off in the crib. You know what I mean? And he wants to bet me money. And you want to be my latex salesman. (laughs) (laughs) Vandalay Industries. <laughs> Tell them Vandalay. Hey, Vandalay. <laughs> <laughs>
I mean, and you, you wanted that, by the way, one of the best buttons in the history of television buttons. <laughs> and, then, and you want to be my latex salesman. Credit to Jerry, because George falls, right? Because yeah. he's, he's, he takes his shirt and his pants. Because he goes to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. And he trips, and Jerry waits for Safe the crowd. Andale, safe Andale, waits right? Waits for the crowd to stop laughing, because they film in front of a studio audience. And then <laughs> and, he, and, and you, and and you want to be my latex salesman. <laughs> it's one of the greatest buttons in the history of sitcom buttons. Kramer, what delay in What delay? Save and delay. And Kramer's so dumb. He's like, no, no, no. Goodbye. And you want to be my latex salesman. Oh, yeah. Give me the field. Dude. Pete Alonzo has 69 RBIs. It's crazy. It's crazy what he's doing. Just throwing that out there. And he'll be and he'll be uh he'll be backing up first base in the All Star game. But he'll be winning. Fresh the off his fresh off his home run derby championship. Right? I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say it again. We need to have Pete Alonso in the studio in that chair All Star Weekend. Right, Someone, let's work please on it. Help us. Let's work on it. Match. But come on, Buck, Tweet. that's your man. I can but yeah, Buck's Buck's on top of the the uh, yeah, availability of guess. his players media wise. <laughs> here's what you should do. Uh-huh. Tweet at Steve Cohen. I've tried. Like, what do you have tweeted at the Mets owner? I mean, not from the Rich Eisen show account lately, but I have in the past. Well, you tweet from whichever account you want. Mm-hmm. I'll hit the retweet. Say, come on, Steve, let's invite the Mets owner in here. That would be great. Even, let's invite him in here. Almost as good. I don't know if he'll be here for the All Star game. Why wouldn't he? I'm going to hire you as my latex salesman. Right. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> no, the line is. And so, and I you want to be I my latex long, salesman. I got to scrub through it and find it. You, I mean, come on. You got 40 seconds to scrub. Okay, hang on. You have 40 or 36 seconds to scrub. scrub. You're wasting time. Scrub. You're, 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 wasting you're wasting time. time. You're wasting time. You want to be, and you want to be my latex salesman. And you want to be my audio engineer. <laughs> you should, you should do. You should at Steve Cohen and say, let's get, let's get, can you get Pete Alonzo here on the Rich Eisen I'll show? Do that right now. Does, is Pete on Twitter? Of course. Well, Pete tweeted him. Let's go straight to the guy. If Bustin' with the Boys is going to hit you up every day, maybe I'll just hit up Pete Alonzo every day. I don't think Peter. I'm going to hire you as my latex salesman. Right. Yeah. Right. I don't think so. No, that's not the that's one. That's literally what you no, just said. It's, it's the, the end of the, the episode. episode. Get Ron Shelton here. Get a real professional. Oh, no, professional. <laughs>